Hi everyone and welcome to Common Thread. I'm Nana, a Guinean-Nigerian with a passion for words and moving images. And I'm Yamini, an Indian with a deep interest for all things at the intersection of pop culture and social justice. Hey Yams, um, it's been another week. How have you been and how have you been taking care? I've been good. Um, it occasionally seems like this uh, pandemic might come to an end. So that's been interesting. Also, like I now know, of, as I was saying last week, people who have been, people close to me who are now getting vaccinated, which is pretty exciting. Um, yeah, and in terms of taking care of myself uh, in relating to like drawing a common thread between some of our previous episodes, I've been, uh, because I started swimming again, I've decided to like really try and take care of my hair now that I'm older and I care more and I know more about it. So that's been really fun. It's the first time I've like actually used product in my hair, which I think people would maybe be surprised to know, but I've like, mm. it's, it's, I don't think it's really a thing that I know people do. I mean, like boys, I know would you like, like use like gel or mousse or whatever, but um, I have curly hair. So this is the first time I'm using product. So that's been fun. It's actually been a lot of fun because- What are you using? I'm using, um, so I'm now using like a hair cream and a hair gel, which is supposed to like, which is a styling product, but it's also supposed to like help your hair if it's curly, like take care of itself. I didn't know that. I thought product just ruins your hair. And now I've been, a friend of mine was like, no, 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 no. You have to use some of this stuff, especially if you're like in the process of damaging your hair by dipping it in chlorine five times a week. Mm. So... It's been very interesting. I, I don't know why, but there's like a lot of guilt about using product in my hair. I have no idea why, but it's been really fun. So, yeah. How about okay. you? Um, I, so actually with the vaccinations, just before I go into it, I also know a lot of people back home this week that started getting vaccinated. Um, so like my mother and a couple of my cousins and friends got their first dose of the vaccine. So I'm really excited about that for them. and. Hopefully also here in the next few months, we will get vaccinated as well. Um, but yeah, this week it's been colder, but we've still had sunnier days. So I've been taking advantage of those as much as possible. Um, I'm still kind of stuck <laughs> indoors most days during the day because of various meetings and classes, etc. But one thing I've been doing is to try and make sure that I get some sunshine, even though I'm on a computer, is to do most of my Zoom meetings from my balcony so that I can still be in the sun. Um, so I've been doing that as much as possible. And it's been really nice. It's, I don't know, there's something about like being outside with the breeze and the sun and the birds and whatever that makes it feel I don't know, more pleasant and less worky, less like you're stuck indoors all day. So that's been, um, yeah, a really nice thing that I've enjoyed from the week. Uh, were you also, for like most of your childhood, told to stay out of the sun? Because where we come from, the sun is like super strong and you actually are constantly looking for shade. Was that something? It's, it's something people did. I don't think I ever followed it. It was, it was definitely something that was said a lot, especially in terms of like, colorism like you shouldn't yep. stay in the yep. sun too much because you will get dark for instance but um i also like weirdly growing up i always thought 
I'm like a pretty dark-skinned black woman, but I always thought people who were like black, black were gorgeous. So I always like wish that I could have been like super black. And so I think because of that, I would often like want to be in the sun and hope I would get darker sometimes. That's fantastic. Um, but it was definitely a thing. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, this week we've decided to. I don't. I mean, we've decided on a topic pretty randomly. Uh, on <laughs> fashion and self-expression. I don't know why both of us felt that this would be the topic we wanted to do. We've not really had, like, unlike our previous topics, we've not really had that many or any conversations around this that I can, like, distinctly remember. Can you? I, I mean, we must have discussed it at some point. So this is from one of the very old lists we made, like, two, three years ago when we first said we would make a podcast. So maybe we discussed it then, but it's been like, basically it's been ages. Um, yeah, but I was thinking about it. I haven't discussed it with you, but I guess I've been thinking about it occasionally, especially in terms of COVID, because I feel like the past year and being in lockdown has also like absolutely affected my fashion sense in a way, um, for better or for worse. Um, so for instance, I, before I would have just a lot of work clothes and lately I suddenly, like last summer, bought t-shirts. I never had t-shirts before. Um, I bought t-shirts and then when it got to spring, I bought like sweatpants and like sweatshirts. So I've definitely become like a much more comfy dresser. Um, yeah, so it's definitely something that's been in my life lately. How about you? What would you say? Like, how has your fashion sense changed, if at all? Well, I mean, you're you are a very crisp dresser, if I may say so. But from mm -hmm. what I remember of our college days, I, on the other hand, have always been very sloppy. <laughs> um, and like, there are times when I, I want to be that person who is put together and puts on nice outfits. But it happens really, and it happens in like very specific contexts. Um, and I enjoy it. It's not that I don't. I'm just like very lazy about that. So for me, COVID has just made that so much worse. I also left most of my wardrobe behind in college. So for the last year, I've been kind of living out of a small suitcase that I brought back home with me, which is um, very interesting because it's not weather appropriate for most for the most part. And what's happened is, is that I used to kind of like to dress comfortably all the time. And now I do that and I actually also care a lot less that I'm dressed that way, which I think is great because it, do, it means that when I do kind of like get dressed up and stuff, I'm doing it only because I'm in that mood and I'm enjoying it because what's happened to me is that the idea of going out has become so much more, not to be cheesy, but has become so much more about being with people and being excited to be in people's company and having the opportunity to do that. And I've really kind of given up on, well, not completely because I'm human, uh, but given up on like expectations of what you're supposed to be dressed as in those situations. And it used to, it really, really used to bother me. And of course it changes depending on who, who I'm meeting and those kind of things. But now I care way less about that but on the other hand, I think I'm just generally more adventurous with things like makeup and earrings and stuff mm. like jewelry and stuff like that, which I feel uh, makes up for the lack of interest or fun I can have, especially because it's been, I don't have a choice. It's just limited this year because I just don't have those clothes and I wasn't about to go out to a mall and buy clothes. I just did like 
a one-time quick run into a store just to buy more track pants or had something more to sleep in and that was it mm. so like the removal of that as an option has actually taken a lot of pressure off as well for when I have been out of the house this last year so I, I've, I've actually really enjoyed that aspect I didn't realize it until I said it but yeah I've enjoyed that and do you have a sense of like which of these changes you think you would keep um, I know people are talking a lot about going back to normal and I'm skeptical about that because I don't know if things will go completely back but um, like when we have to go back to, to meeting a lot of people and doing a lot of these things that we had. <laughs> wow, my voice just did a weird thing. A lot of these things that we had been dressing for in the past. Um, do you think you would go back to like your previous wardrobe or um, are there some things already that you're like, I'm going to keep this? Yeah, I, I think the fact that this has kind of just been something... I'm an overthinker and the fact that this is something that I didn't really think about, it just happened because also I was at home and I was just kind of like lounging around with my family most of the time. So in any case that you, you don't really care how you're dressed at that point. But I think that this is something that I think I'm going to keep and mm. I'll, I think I'll be excited when I have access to a wardrobe that has been mine for many, many years because I'm not, some, I'm not a big shopper at all. I am I'm legitimately also wearing the same clothes. Some of the clothes that I have, I've been wearing for maybe the last 10 years. <laughs> so uh, like there, there are things in my, uh, in my cupboard that my friends from undergrad, she, saw, she came to visit me and she saw me in it. She's like, you have literally been wearing this since I've known you and it's been 10 years. And I was like, eh. <laughs> I mean, if it, if it fits and I'm like attached to it in any way, it'll be there. So mm. I, think I, I think I will be excited to have access to my old clothes, which earlier I was just like, I would you know, look at them like anyone else who has too many clothes actually, and be like, oh, I don't have anything to wear or whatever it is you do before you go somewhere. And it's like, you have like 15 op options, but you don't want to choose any of them. So I'm, yeah, I think, uh, I think I, I'm going to have a little bit of like a purge where I think maybe I'm just going to actually mm -hmm. keep the stuff I like uh, downsize and not be concerned, as concerned about that. So yeah, I think this mm -hmm. is a habit that will stick. What about you? What do you think your response will be? Um, I've been wondering about that a lot. Um, I think I would keep like, in terms of more casual outfits, um, I think I would keep some or most of them. Um, it's more like the little things that I, I'm wondering about. So, for instance, I've like almost entirely stopped wearing bras in the past year. And so sometimes even when I still have to like quickly run to the store or wherever, I may or may not put one on. Uh, so that's something I've wondered about actually. like. Am I ever really going to go back to wearing bras? I still don't know. I suspect probably not, but let's see. Um, I've also not been wearing makeup as much. Um, I think I might, that's something I might bring back, but I will be more conscious of how I bring it back because I also noticed in the past year of not wearing any makeup that my skin has been like phenomenal. And I don't think it's the fault of makeup because I think the people who wear makeup and still have good skin, but it, I think it was that 
if you're wearing makeup, then you should take like extra good care of yourself and like take it off and moisturize your skin, etc., before bed. And I don't think that I was always doing that. So um, I think now that I've like kind of realized that there's nothing wrong with my skin, um, that it was just maybe like me not taking good care of it. Um, if I were to restart with makeup, I would try and take better care of my skin. Um, Let's see, what else have I wondered about? I guess jeans. I've wondered oh about God. jeans. Yes. <laughs> because especially as now I've like bought all of these like sweatpants that I live in most of the time that are so comfortable or when it's warm, I just wear shorts. Um, in terms of like jeans or like very um, less comfortable trousers i don't know how i'm going to manage maybe i just won't go back to uncomfortable ones and i will just find super loose soft comfy things um i'm not sure yet but that's that's also something i will have to think about navigating if and when the time comes uh i'm 100 percent with you on the jeans i'm in the exact same space um i think i've worn them once in the last year and i think i literally wore them because there was not a single article of clothing that wasn't in for a wash. Um, and then I was hoping you would bring up bras because I was like, I read this, um, I think I read this meme right at the beginning of lockdown, which was like, uh, you know, we're all in lockdown, but our boobs have never been more free. And <laughs> I, I really, when I started to like step out again, I had a difficult time adjusting mm. to to doing that so i don't think i don't know i feel like i mean I, at least at like home and stuff i anyway like as i say i'm dressed so comfortably it won't be a thing but yeah that was like a big a big thing about covid uh so that switch i think is is going to be rough for me or has been rough for me um and I mean, I also think that this was one of the trends that was happening a lot during COVID was uh, this focus on like, maybe it's just my, it's just what I've perceived, but like focus on skincare, focus on, you know, uh, your hair and all of this kind of stuff. I think it all fits in with this idea that, you know, this was like a vacation on which you could like improve yourself, mm. which was as we like, we, I think we've like discussed <laughs> before that was kind of uh, problematic um, on many fronts. Yeah. Uh, and so I tried it and I... I must say I really enjoyed engaging with it, but I realized I can only engage with it from afar. So sometimes I find like those skincare videos and stuff very soothing. And then I realized I do not have the time nor the inclination. And for me, I found that if I do anything to my skin, barring like just washing it <laughs> and occasionally putting on moisturizer when it's cold out, my skin freaks out. So I thought I was like, I was like, okay, let me try. Let me be one of those people who has like a routine. And my skin was like, what are you doing? Leave me alone. <laughs> I have been fine. And I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let this be. Um, yeah. uh, and I also found that for me, it is very much based on whether I'm exercising, whether I'm sleeping well. It sounds terrible, but those, for me, at least when it comes to things like my skin, that those are extremely linked. Um, mm -hmm. so, so yeah, I, I think that there, I think we've all had these moments of like noticing certain things about our bodies or related to fashion and self-expression 
that I that yeah. have been very much specifically a product of being at home and indoors for a year. Mm. So I I yeah. do think that the skin is one of the big ones. Also hair removal and kind of how often or not that happens if you do remove hair and like what that does for your skin, etc. So that's been that's been kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. That I hadn't thought about that. I mean, I it's something I've discussed, I guess, with friends. Um because funny thing this week i think um because we've been on lockdown there was the first lockdown last year then it opened up in the summer and then we went back on lockdown in november and it's been it's being um like it's opening up more this week lockdown is still extended until the end of the month but at least this week for the first time a lot of like salons and like beauty spaces are opening up yeah so i have a lot of I know a lot of people who are like excited to make appointments and go back into all that. Um I do my own hair so I don't I can't like share that experience. And also in terms of like hair removal, um just funny thing I it's something I've actually just never done. Um yeah. I've always been curious about it but just because fortunately unfortunately I don't can you I don't know if you can see I don't even have um eyebrows. Oh, many eyebrows like my family is just like very tragically <laughs> hairless in that sense <laughs> but it's it's also something i can imagine that's changed for a lot of people and that people will be kind of rethinking whether or not yeah to keep going with that yeah i feel like it's very much a time of like you really decide the stuff that bothers you even mm-hmm. when you're not in any kind of public uh gaze and then you kind of public gaze and that just generally you do because you like the way it makes you feel or you like the way it makes you look um versus the stuff that you were doing because it just kind of was like expected it had become a habit you were just doing it because everyone else was doing it um you were in situations that would like make you uncomfortable about that stuff so i've probably unconsciously kind of separated those two things So mm. I for me also I like my eyebrows I have to like have them look a certain way and I love that and I feel like I I I I really like that was something that I was like oh I need to like trim them or like I usually get them threaded I don't know if you I don't mm. know if you've seen it threading it's like it's a it's I've a, seen videos Yeah it's a way it's a very it's like a very very common way to like uh uh take care of your or like remove or shape your facial hair here but it's not as common elsewhere so but yeah so i so for me that it didn't bother me again it didn't bother me nearly as much as i thought it would it's just like i was just used to it and i feel like that was something that i was like i just like doing this for myself i like having my eyebrow i have like the opposite i have very thick eyebrows so but all of the other stuff i was like eh and i feel so much better because that's something i it's not that i ever really worried about it but i can on another level let go of some of that stuff which i think is really mm. cool um and i wanted to ask like um i guess connected to lockdown but also with it before how what would you say your like your fashion style i don't know if you know fashion and style the same thing but what would you say like your thing is and how has it changed or what has influenced it 
up to now? Well, I, I use this line a lot, so my friends who are listening, it's not something I've practiced saying, but I've said it a lot of times and it usually gets a lot of laughs. But when I was maybe, I want to say seven or eight, um, my fashion style was a combination. Have you seen this show called The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yes. Yes, okay. Yes. So my fashion style was a combination of Will Smith on that show and mm -hmm. a character on an, in a Hindi Bollywood film, which I will send you a picture of, called Kuch Kuch Hota Hai. So for all those who know what that is, uh, or if, those, if you don't, look it up. And there was a character played by this actress, Kajol, and she has like a transformation. My style was her before the transformation, combined <laughs> with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So even though you don't know one of those references, it's, it, was, it was a... I mean, there's a lot of like baggy shorts and baggy t-shirts, which was odd on, it just was like an odd look, but I loved it. And I wore, um, I wore a hairband, but the, and it would be like a cloth hairband, but the hairband would mm -hmm. sit like in front of my hairline. And yeah, it was a, <laughs> that was my style. And I was very, in, and I mean, say what you will, I give my parents a lot of credit because it was like, okay, you do you. If you think that that's how you want to dress and you think that looks great, go for it, you know? And it's they, like- they, they let you find your style. Oh yeah, there was, there's the only moment that really stands out to me where, I, where I'm grateful uh, for my parents' input is I think I must have been really little and one day I came down <laughs> or like I came to the <laughs> table for breakfast and my parents looked at each other and they were like had this look of like, maybe we should, break it to her like explain how fashion works <laughs> because i was wearing i want to say i was wearing like a patterned top with patterned shorts and it was like completely like one was like massive flowers and another one was polka dots i don't think it was that at all but it was like along those lines i know that would now mm -hmm. be considered high fashion but i was not in any way aiming for that and it didn't look like that at all and then I, my mom just like very sweetly and gently was like, you know, sometimes when you like wear like something patterned to like match that, you should wear something plain. <laughs> but that, yeah. that was like, I was like, oh, okay. I guess, I mean, I guess like, I, I, I mean, I think I look great, but sure, why not? So I think that was kind of, kind of interesting. But yeah, I, I, before COVID and now my fashion, my style is pretty much the same. Um, I I also am like very big on comfort. So mm -hmm. even and especially if I'm out like partying or whatever it is, I just the idea of being uncomfortable because you can actually be very socially very uncomfortable anyway. So the idea of being mm -hmm. uncomfortable of my own doing by wearing something that I don't feel 100% confident in or I'm afraid um I would have to keep adjusting or moving ruins my experience so mm. I'm far more interested in being comfortable but of course being comfortable also comes with feeling good about how you're dressed so yeah, yeah but I, I really don't have a way to describe what my style is or my expression I've never been able to do that except for the that one time where <laughs> it was the <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air meets a Bollywood <laughs> They, they could not be more different but I was obsessed with both and that's what mm. my fashion came from but uh, what about you? Um, I think also for me like interestingly enough I can only characterize 
retroactively so I can only look back and be like this is what my thing was um, at the moment it's hard maybe because maybe this is a sign I need to give it more thought beforehand um, so for instance when I was very little I didn't really have much control because it was the clothes that I would be given yeah. which were mostly super girly and a lot of like flowers and pink and yellow and butterflies and I remember at some point starting to like I liked it, I loved all the pink stuff, but starting to be like, okay, but another pink thing, <laughs> can we do other stuff as well? Um, I think when I was a teenager, I was super into like matchy, matchy things. So I would always have like my, I would always have jewelry, like earrings, necklaces and bracelets that matched and then they would match like my bag, which would match my sandals. I was very much into like, looking back, it's so cringe, but I was very much into like coordinating all the things. Um, <laughs> and then in college, another embarrassing moment is I had a year or two where I was completely into the whole like, graphic tees and skinny jeans it was just like my new uniform um and then when i realized it i banned myself from t-shirts this is why i haven't had t-shirts for years because i was like this is getting too much it's getting embarrassing um and then a few years later i made myself also like buy other trousers that were not skinny jeans um yeah recently i don't i don't know what my style has been I think I had like two years where I just wanted to be comfortable, so I only wore trainers. And now I'm slowly like buying other shoes. Um, yeah, I don't know. And now I've like switched to not just COVID, but working from home and being more like student and artist. So I don't have a job job that I don't have to dress for. Um, I think that's also changing my style a bit. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. And I've stopped wearing as much for years my thing was always like huge like statement jewelry and earrings and now i've gotten a lot of piercings and i actually like having like smaller earrings and and instead of creating a an impression from one big one from a lot of small ones so i've stopped wearing like the um bigger earrings mostly so yeah i don't know what it is now what it's becoming i guess i would have to ask people who see me I, I mean, um, I cannot imagine you as matchy matchy. I just, I, I, that is, that's too good. It was so serious. <laughs> really? It was so serious. Yeah, I've like hidden most of those pictures from Facebook from embarrassment, but it was my <laughs> thing. I was known for this. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's so interesting that you can even like, you've like literally mentioned four or five like phases of like very specific fashion things where mine were far more to do with I, I don't know I feel like again I have to ask someone who knows me or has known me that long but I feel like for me the big transformations were in things only that had to do with jewelry hair makeup and even then I have mm. like a baseline that I always go back to but I I feel like my my fashion or whatever self-expression has been obviously it's not been exactly the same I no longer dress like uh, Kajol or the Fresh Prince but um, it's been uh, it's been I want to say like because again as I was saying I have so many of my old clothes I don't think I've been through as many of those changes which I think is a I, uh, most people I think do go through those kind of changes I don't know but I, I, I really can't yeah. even think of phases of what I you know uh, did differently 
That makes sense. I think also, like, maybe I'm in an opposite situation because I've moved a lot. And so, like, also, you can't always carry a lot of things. And so either I just own very little, and when it gets old, I get rid of it. Or if before I move, I go home, I would take the stuff home and then move and start over. So I think also the fact that I've had to start over so much and start over in such different contexts, because I guess also where you move then if impacts what you're wearing a bit. Um, I think that's why also my, like, I don't even know if I would call it a fashion sense, but why it changes so drastically and has been all over the place. Um, I think recently, and also just that I was very, like, I love the story you told because you had from when you were little kind of your sense of what you liked and what you wanted to wear. I think I've been until recently very influenced by, like, what other people around me are doing. And maybe the past few years is the first time where I'm just thinking about, okay, but what do I want to wear? And like right. seeing somebody doing something and not being like, okay, I should dress this way. And sometimes being like, okay, that's cool for them, but I don't like this. I'm not going to do it. Um, yeah, so I think I'm like slowly kind of approaching also defining it for myself in a way that it seems you've been doing for a while. I mean, I think that you're, that's giving me way too much credit because I think that, we, I mean, we, I'm sure we're going to definitely talk about this at some point, but I feel like so much of it has to do with how you feel about your body or how you've been made to feel about your body. So maybe also a lot of my choices were um, easier choices where I didn't really engage with it a lot of the times and I would just kind of wear what was comfortable and where I could not necessarily hide, but... Taking effort or like trying to like figure out what to wear was not a fun thing. It was actually just more stressful. So there was that aspect. So I feel like actually when we were in college together was when I maybe was the most free about how mm -hmm. I dressed. Again, it was as it was a very very different context. I was in a very specific place in my life. So I dressed I think a little differently when I was there, which I really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think that's like a it's fashion and self-expression are one of those things that's just really fraught and really difficult, uh, especially as young women, um, because it's one of those things that is so combined with peer pressure. And I mean, I was having a conversation with a friend a day ago, and there was so much stress about how to be appropriately dressed for something or not and I thought that was like and I it didn't seem like an out-of-place conversation at all I've had those conversations with multiple friends consistently all the time so yeah it, it, it's uh, I think it can also be as you, you know it's as as freeing and as fun and as wonderful and as hilarious it is in retrospect it's also can be a little stressful yeah yeah no absolutely it's making me think of, thankfully, I think I haven't had that much, as much here because people just kind of dress anyhow here. And I mean that like in a freeing way, not in a judgmental way, but because people dress anyhow in Berlin, like you can also dress anyhow and like then they're, they're, they're not as strong as of norms. Um, and there's not as much a feeling of judgment i mean that not that there isn't for anybody at all i can i can anticipate that for some people who are i don't know like more i guess gender more conforming etc 
who are less gender, who are more gender non-conforming, there would be a lot more stares. Um, but compared to like, I had a conversation recently with some friends who are at home and like not being allowed to sit in restaurants or whatever because you have to cover up or remembering like when we were in school um, and being told that you couldn't wear like shorts or show your knees to like yeah. meals, etc. Um, I feel like here anyway, there's, there's a lot less of that. Um, and there's a more like of letting people dress however they want. That also becomes its own problem because like it gets to an extreme where there's a lot of like, it's so much people wanting to prove that they don't care, that there's so much effort being put into looking like you don't care, oh, yeah. that it's the same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like on the surface, it looks different, but behind the scenes, it's like the same amount of agonizing and the same amount of judging of like, have you done well enough, blah, blah, blah. Um, but in general, um, yeah, I do feel like there is a bit more, um, or maybe I've just stopped caring about what people think, whatever. But I, I feel less of this like pressure nowadays in terms of like what will people think about what I'm wearing. Me too. And I, for one, am super excited about that. I honestly didn't realize till we like actually decided to talk about this, but that has been a fantastic thing to come to. It's obviously not 100% mm. as we were saying earlier, but to have that and just kind of like enjoy the fun aspects of it and really ignore the stuff that makes it stressful or difficult or uh, make you feel insecure in any way is has been a great, great thing to come into, I think. Yeah. Um, this is only slightly related, but like a few weeks ago, have you seen these um, like, Gen Z millennial fashion battles that have been happening? Yeah, I I mean, the only one that I've really seen uh, was to do, it was two things. There was like constant comments on skinny jeans, which I, mm -hmm. which I was personally offended by. Um, and the other one was on uh, middle park partings, right? Yes. Yeah, also yeah, those like are the, the two I remember yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but wait, were personally offended about skinny jeans in, in which direction? Like, what's your problem? I don't understand. Mm. Like, if someone wants to wear skinny jeans, you know, and if fashion tells you anything, you're gonna you're gonna come round to the fashion of the generation before you. That's kind of how it mm. works. So maybe you should reconsider, um, you know, making fun of that now. But I didn't yeah. know I was so emotional about this. You're really bringing things out for me today. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I mean it was it was fascinating for me because I saw like some of the like critiques from Gen Z, and then I saw some of the emotion, like the re responses from people our age, and I was like, okay, people feel very strongly about this. Um, yeah, I for me like I'm not gonna stop wearing skinny jeans. I have some and I love them, but it's also not the only thing I wear. Like there are also other like. Um, cuts of trousers or jeans and I will wear the ones that I like that look good on me. So, Correct, yeah. Um, it just seemed like some people were like like very fundamentalist about either about <laughs> skinny jeans or about not wearing them and yeah. I was just like like you said, let people wear them sometimes, it's fine. Um, yeah. It's so funny. What did funny. you think about the hair? 
Oh, sorry, go No, ahead. yeah, I just don't, I, it's, I mean, if I'm being completely serious, like, I don't understand, these are, uh, these are just things that internet does to keep itself occupied, like, there doesn't need to be, like, 11 BuzzFeed articles on this, because there really isn't a war, or something like that, I'm just giving you a, a, yes, a number, yeah, I'm just throwing yeah. a number out there, but, like, I don't see millennials and Gen Z at each other's throats at all in any way. Like, actually, I think we have very little interaction <laughs> between them. They're both very stressed. <laughs> I've used stressed a lot today. Maybe it's like telling me something, but we're both like very stressed <laughs> about like the future of the planet and like human rights mm. and things like that. That's like the, the way I think about millennials and Gen Z. So I, I, the, the, the arguments over middle partings and skinny jeans, I mean, clearly I have feelings about them, but I'm also like, for, come on, forget it. Yeah, um, it's not that deep. Yeah, but like middle partings have, I mean, I, they, they, there's something special about them as well. So you can just, just lay off. It's fine. If we want to like, part my hair in the middle, I will do it. <laughs> When you say special, is that a euphemism or <laughs> I'm trying to figure uh, out where you are on the, on the hair part. Just like, let everyone do their own thing. Just leave leave them be. Yeah. I I, I I feel this. I think this is our this is our official podcast stance on the yeah. on the fashion generation fashion wars. Just let people Yeah, I have no problem with any like. of Gen Z's fashion choices. Be it I assume the the opposite of a middle parting is no parting at all or like a side parting. I occasionally rock that look. So No, I think they are pro middle parts. Wait, what? I thought it was like we are middle or like obsessed with middle parts. No, we wow. are obsessed with, we are apparently obsessed with side parts and Gen Z is apparently in favor of middle parts. Oh my god, I didn't even understand because clearly these are not things I use to identify myself with. <laughs> like, I had no idea that that was like a millennial thing not to like middle partings. I couldn't understand it at all. Also, these yeah. things are like not I mean, universal. I think that's hilarious. I had no idea. Exactly. They're not universal. I think it also is like a it's presented as generational but it's also like generational and cultural because some of them are just like western oh yeah 100 percent. Yeah. yeah 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 i mean when we generally when especially when you and i talk about instagram or anything we see we unfortunately the the space that we have in common not unfortunately i say it unfortunately in as much as it's limited that space ends up being Western, very Western, Euro-American-centric, English-centric yeah. content, which is great because we bring, like, I think, bring a very interesting perspective to it. But I wish that we had like a platform where you were kind of absorbing a lot of local cultural things for me and vice versa. But, and mm. it's, also, it's also based on the fact that that's also how we became friends. We were in that space. Yeah, so, and responding to it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, these yeah. So I, I completely agree with you. Like it is very cultural as well. Um, but yeah, see, I didn't even know which one was the millennial one. So I even like picked the wrong side of the fight. But I, my stance is the same. Just and yeah, yeah. wait, what, millennials are four skinny jeans, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that at least I got right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's where I stand. That's our official stance. That's our official stance. Yeah. I mean, we have millennial as a word in the description of our podcast, right? 
we do, right? We do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. So in that case, maybe we should like be a little more intense about this. <laughs> we can like bring it, bring on a Gen Z and like go through. Oh, that's a great idea for one of our other podcasts. Should we? We should. Is sit through the BuzzFeed lists and be like, okay, like what is your issue with skinny jeans? Explain Let's discuss this. this. To us. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I'll no, but we wanted to do more uh, interviews and conversations with people, so that would be also cool. Yeah, I'm very excited about that, and I kind of felt that we maybe need to have a certain number of episodes where it's just you and me, and that we kind of get our uh, footing, and people are used to listening to the two of us talk, and then bring someone on. But I'm like also itching to, to bring. Talk to yeah, people, yeah. yeah. So we should. I do mean, that. if anyone is is listening and you have suggestions for people you would like us to talk to, or if you think we should talk to you, um, oh yeah, please. We have we have some <laughs> people in mind who are going to like arm twist into this. So. Expect yeah. our texts as soon as this, we're done recording this episode. <laughs> so watch out. Yeah. Okay. Well, as always, we as we end every episode, I must ask you, what is your pop culture moment this week? Um, yeah, so my pop culture moment this week has been um, Netflix and Headspace's show. I don't know if you've seen it. They have... Um, it's like the Headspace Guide to Meditation, I think it's what it's called, it's on Netflix, it came out a few months ago, um, and it's like these 20 minute episodes about, the first is just an interest in meditation, there's one on stress, there's one on gratitude, etc. So, another thing I've been doing this week, um, because I've had a lot of work to do, so I've had a very busy schedule, but I'm trying to not, make, not let myself overdo it and overwork. So I've been making myself take like a lunch break and actually step away from my computer and eat and um, just rest. So it was very hard for me the first day to completely disconnect. So one thing I did is I ate and then I sat down and instead of going back to work, I watched this. Um, And it was really nice. So it's like 20 minutes, there's a few minutes of like some information from whoever I think he's called Andy, the headspace guy about meditation. And then the last five minutes or so, they talk you through doing a meditation. Um, It's animated, the animation is really cool. And it's just very calming. So it's been a very nice lunch break for me to like eat, disconnect, kind of chill, do this meditation, be in a good place and then go back to work. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I can't say if it's like helped me with stress or whatever but it's just like i've had very good days with it so i would recommend oh that sounds um, awesome yeah i yeah. i would have and I've, yeah go ahead no i was i was gonna say i've typically done meditations in the mornings or in the evening so it's also been a nice change to do them in the middle of my day wow. what were you gonna say oh i was gonna say that i can tell you right now that i would have and i say this recognizing it's a it's a terrible thing but I would have zero patience to engage with that (laughs) I wish I could but I and I need it I definitely need uh to meditate but maybe maybe I'll check out the show that's like an interesting way to engage with meditation that I haven't really come across uh I mean an animated Netflix show I would never have guessed but maybe I mean it could work, and if it doesn't, I'm sure you can find something else that works. Yeah, so yeah. Definitely no pressure. Yeah. Um, 
What has been your uh, pop culture moment this week? Well, I was going to talk about the whole concept of like re-watching shows because I've been re-watching this show called uh, Dawson's Creek. But now I just want to talk about the Gen Z and millennial debate as <laughs> the pop culture moment. Because I usually <laughs> tend to veer towards whatever I've seen on Instagram that week that's kind of like shown up too many times. In which case, mm -hmm. it's a it's the millennial and Gen Z uh, debate is a is is second is clearly second, not even a close second to everything that's happening with um, uh, Harry and Meghan, because uh, that interview is today. Uh, I have not followed. Okay, so can you tell me and any other listeners who may be lost what is happening? So today, Harry and Meghan, well, they, they haven't sat down today. It was a pre-taped interview, which is important for a lot of like the, the conversation um, around this interview and the timing of it, because I think there is a, there's something been written about the fact that it's been considered insensitive that they're doing this tell-all interview at this point, because um, Harry's grandfather uh, is in hospital right now. And mm. so the response to that was, well, it's a pre-taped interview. And so this is just the air date. It's not like they've chosen this time to sit down and talk. They're like all, so I can't, I mean, it's, it is everywhere. I mean, it is on all forms of uh, news sites and media that I consume. So I've like absorbed a lot of information about it, regardless of whether I wanted to or not. Of course, it's like interesting, without a doubt, especially given our first episode um, and just generally from so many different perspectives about things like tabloids, cyberbullying, to uh, race, to different cultures, to the, to the royal family, to all of these kind of different things colliding at the same point. But so yeah, so today is when the, that interview uh, is supposed to air and I think it's the first time that um, they're, uh, they're going to speak very, very openly, basically without any, I want to say, censorship or rules um, from mm. the, the palace. Um, mm. And I think it's going to be far more contentious. Uh, that's kind of like how it's being promoted, and that's how the British tabloids are apparently reporting it. Um, in as much as, like, as though it's a betrayal but well there are like now reports about how Megan supposedly bullied some of her aides but it's everyone is about like on the other side of it is that the timing of that is so suspect that it's really clear where it's coming from uh, yeah. There, yeah there've also been a bunch of people who have previously worked or are, were friends with Megan and they're mostly a lot of them are other actors and famous people which is like okay I mean but what's been interesting is I've also seen a lot of people who work in um, in the entertainment industry but they tend to work in less uh, you know more in the background so like writers and producers and directors um, and I think crew members if I'm not mistaken who have come forward to say that there is no way that these claims are real and that they have mm. witnessed her as a person and they've all kind of said the same thing which either means that it's a it's a it's like a group effort where they're kind of like all if you're being very cynical tailoring how they speak about it because there's been a discussion about how to speak about it or that's mm. genuinely what people's experiences of her and 
they've kind of all had a similar experience, which is generally a positive one. But who knows with any of these sayings? As I, you never know what's happening behind the scenes. But I, for one, will definitely be watching the interview. It's I'm intrigued. I'm very, very intrigued. So yeah, I'm that's been everywhere. I know yeah. Where is, where is it going to be? I have no idea, but I, I can almost guarantee you that it's going to be on YouTube at some point. I think it's like on a network show in the US. Mm. So I just assume that it will be uploaded on YouTube at somewhere. some point. Yeah, at somewhere. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm going to check this out. Yeah. yeah. And what's going to happen also is that before you even watch the whole thing, you're going to see clips of it all over Instagram anyway. <laughs> like the, especially the more salacious or juicy parts of it. Good, so yeah. yeah, yeah, so people will live tweet as well. Yeah, I hope it's a de- what I'm hoping is that I just hope it's a detailed interview. And as much as if you are going to speak, you speak not in platitudes or generalizations, but you speak of specific experiences because I think mm-hmm. that will, I don't know, then it's like if anyone is sitting and is curious and is there with an open mind those are the things that are going to get through to people in terms of what you want to say about an experience is to be like yeah. this is specifically what happened and this is why I'm upset or we re- responded this way or we did this etc so we'll see it should be it should be interesting for sure we'll see yeah, yeah. fingers crossed yeah yeah alright okay thank you so much everyone for listening <laughs> um, this is it from us this week um, you can follow us at Common Threadcast on Instagram. This is where we will post. Um, I guess we're starting to post links to the things we talk about as well. Yep. Um, so if there's anything we've mentioned, maybe like the show that inspired your passion. Yes. We'll post. <laughs> I was just gonna say. <laughs> yep. I will. We'll put some stuff in our stories. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. Wherever you're listening, if you can, please like subscribe. So we have some followers or share it with your friends and leave us a review um this will help other people find us as well yeah and let us know with if you have any suggestions ideas any kind of feedback we're new we're open to it we've um really enjoyed everything we've heard so far so uh give us a shout out and if you want to talk to us as well for one of our episodes let us know Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, definitely. (laughs) All right. That's it from us then. Thanks, everyone. Uh, See you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.